I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Cougar Sports Saturday. Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. KSL Sports. Left wing for three. BYU Sports Talk by Cougar fans for Cougar fans. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte. On Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, Cougar Sports Saturday, coming to you live from Broadcast House here in Salt Lake City, Utah, 1.36 PM. All-Star Weekend, NBA All-Star action taking place across the street at the Vivint Arena, soon to be named Delta Center. They should have brought back the Delta Center name for this weekend. Oh, the All-Star Weekend, that would have been sweet. Uh, so it's an eventful weekend here in downtown Salt Lake, and one of the highlight activities has got to be our next segment. (laughs) The Cougar Sports Saturday Top 5. Mitch and Matt clash in a weekly battle of BYU sports knowledge. Here's the Top 5. That's right, it's the Top 5, and I'm looking to get back in the the win column this week. I'm on a skid like the BYU basketball team. Matt's looking to go back-to-back. Bring in producer Nate. Nate Slack comes in to host the top five, and Nate puts together these this gauntlet of these topics. It's Power Five week in, week out, baby. So, what do you got this week for us, Nate? Yeah, this is a this is something that happened semi recently. So, in the last week, Dallin Hall has entered the record books and is now in the top ten all time in BYU freshman made three pointers. So, not sure if you guys caught that or not. No, I did not. So he is now currently number nine in BYU history, tied with uh, tied with somebody for ninth place. I'm not going to say who. And so it got me thinking: who are the top five freshman three point shooters in BYU history? Oh. And so that today is our top five, the top five BYU freshmen in three pointers made. Made three pointers made. Gotcha. Yep. And if you're new to the program, Matt and I have nothing in front of us. <laughs> we do. We did not know this topic at all. This is being thrown at us here on the spot. So we will try to guess. The, this top five and 
figure this out. So we will have to dig into the archives for this one. Woo! Mitch touched on it. Matt won last week. He also starts this week, so he's got a chance to okay. tie it up at four. I've got a chance, but I don't feel good about said chance. But I, I just I don't know what it is about freshmen and threes, but I always think of Nick Emery. Oh! So, this one, I knew this was going to come up. Nick Emery hit 97 threes, which would be number one on this list. Oh, my gosh. But, oh, my but, Oh my goodness. I hate the NCAA. I hate him. He is no longer in the record books, so I, I don't have him on this list. How did you have was, – was that live audio of, of Nick on a rant? <laughs> no, that was, his, that was his guard counterpart, TJ Hawes, at, uh, at St. Mary's. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I instantly nodded my head when when Matt said, "I was like, yep, Nick Emery." Then I, I always forget his his name is. Uh, can we take it from the we record? All books? admit, especially in today's day and age, that needs to be reinstated, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's yes. dumb. You can't you can't go back and erase stuff that already happened. It doesn't make sense. It's kind of sad <laughs> that the record books. Dave Rose got what thirty four games taken away because of things that are now legal, right? Some like guy dropping a couple hundred bucks in the locker room. Probably should have been happening, but uh, maybe now you could say it. He, it was a, it was a nil deal. Just dropping that that Benjamin in the, <laughs> in the locker room. All right. Uh, so let's see. To me now, yeah, I'll get him out of the way. I don't think he is on the top five because he didn't play much. He was behind the guy that you see on a lot of TV commercials, Jimmer Fredette. Oh, he snuck in there. Jimmer wow. snuck he's, in. He's number four, so he hit forty three. Three pointers as a as a freshman, so this is good for number four Gosh. on the list. And uh, yeah, just barely snuck in. Yeah, he didn't start at all that season. He was behind Ben Murdoch, and then that I remember that NCAA tournament game against Texas A and M. He came onto the scene and really gave BYU life because I think they were what down twenty two to two. I mean, it was a terrible start, typical terrible start in the NCAA tournament for BYU. And then Jimmer caught fire, and maybe I think that game he had like five threes. He was he was good from the get go. Yeah. And you got a chance to take a 2-0 lead. Okay, I'll go back-to-back here, potentially. How about, so freshman three-point shooters. I'll say Jackson Emery. Jackson Emery does not crack the top 11. So Yeah, he was a defensive he was specialist. A, yeah, he, he was a first-year specialty. Yeah, sure. I've already dropped his name, so it would be a crime if I didn't guess it. TJ Hawes? All right. TJ Hawes is now number one on this list. He hit 76, so a pretty big gap between him and Nick. Nick, 97, TJ Hawes, 76, but still a strong number. Can I throw this out there to you guys on, on TJ Hawes? Is he the most underrated BOU basketball player of all time? I kind of feel like he is. We, I think he's fairly I, rated. I uh, no way. I, I when you talk about the greats, you talk, you're obviously Jimmer and Danny are above everyone else. I'm not but, putting him in the greats category, though. I'm not either. But I'm saying that next wave, he's in there. Like yeah. he's in the next tier. He he had a better career than like a Trent Place did. <sighs> yes, he absolutely did. T.J. Hawes had a better career than uh, his than freshman Sean Bradley. His freshman. He played one year. You can't. I, you I can't think give me that look for sure. He was. He was definitely a very consistent player. Freshman and senior years, yes, all timer. Sophomore and junior years, and the whole team as a whole was kind of underwhelming. And maybe that's what maybe makes me. think. He's number one on the list in freshman three pointers, and then he went on to right. have a great senior year. I think he was. was the, I think he was the first freshman to be all conference since a legendary figure at BYU. So uh, you know, I, I think that. 
Who would you put in front of TJ Hawes? I know, I know, we're getting off the beaten path here. No, but I, I just think that those sophomore and junior years, the whole body of work, his freshman and senior years isolated. Yes, those were great seasons. But I think TJ also was. Who would you put in front of him? A- answer the he question. He was probably the third best player on the senior his senior year. It, it's it's not no fair, way. but I I think only a Jake Toulson. I think what hurts TJ Haas is the whole Lone Peak three type thing. You know, so maybe that's it. So I think Mika leaving early. Both of you, shame on yourselves. Out. I think for, that's what for, hurts him for even putting that on his BYU career. He was great. I'm not knocking him. I just it, it, there's a certain bar when you're talking the greats. I never said he was one of the greats. I said right, he's the right. most underrated BYU player of I all think time, he's rated which he clearly is based on this conversation. <laughs> all right. <laughs> is it to me or is it to Matt? I think it's Matt. Oh, my goodness. Woo! Okay. Freshman three-point shooting. Let's go uh, Jonathan Tavernari. JT comes in at number 11, so he hit 29. So Dallin Hall hit 28. He's one behind Jonathan Tavernari at 29. Let's go with, let's see here, freshman season. Hmm. This is tough. How about Mark Bigelow? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Mark Bigelow comes in at number three. He hit 44, so just one ahead of Jimmer. And that's a name I did not think you guys were going to get in. My guy, Mark Bigelow, 97-98 <laughs> season. One of my favorite games ever going to the Marriott Center, BYU versus Arizona. Hopefully one day it's a future Big 12 matchup. Uh, but BYU-Arizona, BYU was a lowly team coming off the one-win season. They hung with the mighty Arizona Wildcats when they were Arizona. I think they were the defending national champions. And uh, they didn't win that game, but BYU hung tough. And it was Bigelow's breakout game as a freshman. And, uh, yeah, Mark Bigelow, he was he was a good one. I, I enjoyed Mark Bigelow's time. I think I also saw him recently on social media. I think he's in coaching high school somewhere. So, yeah, Mark Bigelow is still staying in the game in hoops. And, Mitch, you can close it out. All right. How about let's go with so let's recap. So we've got number five is open. Number four is Jimmer. Number three, Mark Bigelow. Number two is open. And number one, TJ Haas. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to say for freshmen, uh, uh, Jimmy Balderson? <laughs> no, Jimmy good, Balderson. Uh, I have some good pulls. But I know they're wrong, so so I'm gonna say if I'm, let's get a let's get another a popular name out of the way. Tyler Hawes. Oh, Ooh. Tyler Hawes is is just behind Dallin Hall now, so 25. He's tied for 11th with Anson. Yeah, Lander. that year he played with I think it was Jimmer's junior year before he okay. went on his mission. That what there wasn't a lot yeah. of playing there wasn't a lot of playing time. It was it was Jimmer Jackson Mike Lloyd was in the mix. You talk underrated, Tyler Hawes. That dude's underrated in BYU fandom. Yeah. Both of the Haas, very underrated. Tyler, though, more so. The all-time leading scorer in BYU history, Tyler Haas. I don't think so. People talk about Tyler more than TJ. I think he gets forgotten. If you ask ten, does BYU, get forgotten? If He's you on freaking BYU, if TV you ask every night. ten BYU fans who's the all-time leading scorer, they'd say Jim or Ainge. They would never say Tyler Haas. I'm telling you, they wouldn't. Maybe we need to educate better. I don't we know. We need to put out a TikTok. Going on campus to BYU and seeing who knows the answer to the question. And I'll say Jimmer. I'm telling you. <laughs> they would. You get a little tiny microphone. Uh, let's see here. How about, who would this be? Freshman three-point shooters. 
I feel like I'm missing someone, and it's going to pain me. There's an obvious one. There's an obvious. He's in the top five. Uh huh. He's number two. Huh. I thought he was number one. Uh, Lee Kumard. Lee Kumard is not on this list. Huh. An obvious one. I am. Give us a hint. Uh. What era? What era? What was the head he, coach for this guy? Pope. 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 And Rose. <laughs> and and he's my cousin. Second cousin. We're we're cousins. Oh no. Mitch knows who it is. Pope and he's your cousin. I don't know why I am uh stumping. I mean Man. Yoli Childs. Jake Toulson. Not Jake Toulson. Oh, I thought what? <laughs> Not on this list. This is unbelievable. A freshman, and he, his, <laughs> the fact his, that he's your cousin doesn't help me. His game, bit. his game changed a lot from the time he was a freshman until he was a senior. Game changed quite a bit. <laughs> I know it now. Zach Selius. No! I'm in the game, baby! Zach Let's Selyus. go! <laughs> Zach Selius, number two, with 68 three-pointers. He was money as a freshman. Uh, he as was money as on, a freshman. It was crazy because he didn't shoot as much as his career went on. But The BYU-Colorado game in in Boulder. Uh, Boulder. He yes. got, popped off as a freshman. Yep. And then I think his sophomore year, he, come, he had that mission, and then he came back due to injury. Sophomore year, it was he was still recovering from the injury, and it was... As you said, his game changed a ton where Mark Post saying, this is Zach Zellius. He's going to have a mustache. He's going to make the <laughs> nation fall in love. Like, I fell in love. Him as a senior, I loved him I that senior Barstool year. Sports made a t-shirt for Zach Zellius with that mustache. And- <laughs> Legendary. Man, how did, how did I forget that? He's top five, huh? Yeah, number two. Wow. wow. There's still one left, though, and we're tied up at two. Wait, what? Yeah, we are. It's not over. Oh, we're tied, yeah. We're tied I thought it was two. over. No, it's not over. You're oh, still in geez, it, Mitch. that was 3-2. No, it's not. Oh, uh, my goodness. Number five is still in the mix, huh? Yep, Probably going to get the break. Heck no. We're not breaking <laughs> until this is over. Okay, That's the bottom line. Uh, Nate Call. <laughs> no, Nate Call. <laughs> He's the <laughs> <a> go-to. <laughs> Grateful. He's the no, go-to Call. on the three-point shooting. It's, a, it's an inside joke. Right. <laughs> Shout out Nate Call. Coach Call for a minute there. Um, how about... Uh, let's see here. I don't know why I'm thinking this. He didn't play a freshman. He wasn't a freshman at BYU, but I'm going to say it. Trent Whiting. Buzzer me. Okay, go. You guys want a hint? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. He didn't play the entire season. He didn't play the entire season? Nope. But he's, he's still number, number five. five. And if he had played the Come whole again? season, he's probably number three. He didn't play the entire season? Did it log the... a minute? No, he he didn't. <laughs> he didn't play... <laughs> Let's see. He he missed he, he, he missed. missed about a month. Okay. He missed about a month of the season. Okay. He missed about a month of the season. Uh Mike Lloyd. I had to get it, I had to get him out of my brain. You're close. Um We're Mike Rose. Ah, I loved no him. Mike Rose. I around, loved around him. the same area. Gus Johnson, it's Rupp Arena. Mike Rose! This this guy <laughs> this guy transferred away from BYU to finish his career. Oh boy. He transferred. <laughs> You're killing these, us with this list. These hints are not helping. Uh he's transferred to a big program. There's a name. It's there's a name at the, the edge of my tongue, but if I even say the school, I know you're going to get it, so I can't even do it. Uh, he transferred away. <laughs> uh, 
His, buzzer him. Buzz, buzz, buzz me. <laughs> his first game at BYU was, was Matt Carlino. Matt Carlino, number five. You're right. First uh, game against Baylor. I basketball. always forget that I always forget that he was a freshman. Yeah, because he started at UC. Was it UCLA? Yes, but he, never played. Yes, but he, he never played, uh, so he, he maintained his eligibility. And then he went to Marquette to play with Mojahowski yep. at uh, in Milwaukee. And yes, Matty basketball. Matty Ice came in and played against Big Twelve foe Baylor in his debut. Tore it up in that debut. We're thinking. Chimmer to Matt Carlino? This is easy. <laughs> Welcome to BYU basketball, baby. This is going to go on forever. Uh, not so much, but yeah, Matt Carlino, I, I love that guy. He was he was really good. But yeah, I'm with Matt. I kind of think of him more sophomore guy. As a, but, I think of him as a transfer, yeah, he, yeah. but he is. A, he is. Yeah, he was freshman. He's a freshman transfer. He never played. Yeah. Well, congrats, man. Well-traveled man. I think he's still working in the Big 12. He's at uh, TCU on their staff, I believe, Matt Carlino. I think he is. I think yeah. I have to look that up. So maybe we can get him on one of these days. Maybe Big 12 Basketball Media Day down the road. We can uh, catch up with old Matty Basketball. Let's take a break, though. On the other side, we'll, we'll put a bow on hour number two and get you ready for hour three. NBA All-Star check-in coming up around the corner. It's Cougar Sports Saturday, powered by KSL Sports. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.